You're listening to the Capturing Connections podcast, featuring inspiring stories told through the lens of my camera. I'm Christelle Boulos, originally a street photographer from Beirut, turned wedding and portrait photographer based in Miami and traveling the world. From photographing distant strangers to people in their most intimate aura, I truly believe that we're all connected in a physical and metaphysical level, and I find inspiration and admiration in everyone I cross paths with. So much so that I want to share their stories with you. I invite you to open your heart as we dive deep into this episode. Hey, and welcome to the Capturing Connections podcast. Today is going to be just me. It's a little different. I wanted to share the making of my podcast. I realized that not knowing how to create one might be the obstacle for a lot of people who would be interested in having one. So I want to share how I did it and be completely transparent and show you the steps. Overall, it was hard at the beginning because I was hoping to do everything by myself. And the reality is that, A, there was a lot of things I didn't know. So I had to do a lot of research and didn't put a lot of time aside to do the research. And I was overwhelmed because there was just too much to learn in a short amount of time. So I've had the idea a year before I published my first episode. And for the longest time, it was just stagnant. I wasn't really making any progress other than having the idea and just knowing the overarching vibe that I wanted from the podcast. So early on, I knew I wanted it to be around connections, relationships, not just between a couple, but really everything that connects us as human beings, all the visible and invisible forces that unite us. So that was super clear for me. And I even had already ideas of who to invite on the podcast. That was easy because I wanted the big bulk of my guests to be people I have photographed or worked with in the past. But other than that, for a year, nothing was happening. <laughs> and then I celebrated my 30th birthday in February. So my 30th birthday was coming up and... At the beginning of the month, I was thinking of that podcast again, and I was a little bit annoyed that I had not done any progress on it. And I thought, you know what? I think that I need help. <laughs> I admitted to myself that it's okay to ask for help, even though I'm the kind of person who I like to do things on my own because I can. <laughs> and my mom is like this in many ways. Like she doesn't like going to restaurants as much or she doesn't like buying clothes because she believes that she can do better. <laughs> and I don't believe that I can do things better, but I do enjoy the process. I like learning. I'm a quick learner and I like acquiring new skills. So I like the challenge and I would have done it if I had more times on my hands, but the reality is I didn't have the time and I, I wasn't willing to make time for this. Um, it wasn't super high on my priority list. But with 30 years old around the corner, that was kind of like a ringing bell. Like, you must achieve this one thing before you hit 30. <laughs> uh, which sounds silly, but I'm a high achiever, so I had to do it. 
Anyway, so the beginning of February arrived and I came across Sandra's profile on Instagram as I was searching for potential podcast producers and I loved her website. It was super clear. She had her pricing on there and I quickly scheduled a call with her. Six days after my birthday, I it was official. She was under contract with me and I hired her for launching my podcast. And honestly, it was the best decision I have ever made for my podcast because she streamlined everything. Everything suddenly was just so organized, laid out for me. I didn't have to figure it out, do a trial and error or anything like that. It was just so easy. She made it so easy. That being said, even with everything laid out and with help and all of that, I do track my time for many things. It's just my way of staying in tune and being aware of where my time goes when I work. So for the purpose of this podcast, I gathered all my hours that I worked on the podcast from being under contract with Sandra all the way to launching the podcast. And I spent 40 hours working on the podcast and that's with someone's help. So if someone is thinking about launching a podcast, just know that it's probably going to take you around that time. If you work with someone, if it's on your own, it might take longer or potentially less time if you really focus on this and make it happen quicker. But I'm going to share with you what I did week per week to give you an idea. And hopefully that helps someone. So here's what we did. First of all, I picked the package that included just the podcast launch package. So here's what was included. The strategy session call, intro and outro creation, trailer creation, set up the podcast media host, submit the podcast to the podcast platforms, unlimited support via Voxer, post-production for the first three episodes up to 60 minutes and audio editing, making sure the sound is professional, noise and echo reduction, and all of that stuff. And right now I have my brother editing my episodes as an ongoing maintenance because I could do it myself, but honestly, it's just like, I would rather outsource it. Otherwise it would take a big bulk of my week and I don't want this to overshadow other tasks that I could be doing. So here's what we did. We did everything in eight weeks. First week was the strategy call. We did a strategy call and I had to decide the date to launch my podcast. I decided for April 20th because I did some research on different dates and significance and stuff like that. And I really liked the fact that it was the National Tell a Story Day, which is in line with the essence of this podcast. So that was a pretty cool and quick decision. The second week, I had to brainstorm 10 to 20 episodes ideas, and I actually brainstormed 30. And I had to choose my first six episodes ideas. So for that, I had to uh, reach out to my potential guests and see if they wanted to be featured in my podcast. So that took a lot of coordination. And actually what I did is I created templates for those emails. That way I don't have to each time re-email the same thing or copy and paste. So it made it a lot easier 
to share ideas and invite people to the podcast. Um, and the cool thing about Sandra is that on top of all of this, she has a folder. We exchange everything through Google Drive. And she has a whole folder full of resources. Like she has a guide for best practices. She has email templates, types of microphones you should buy that works best. A lot of those like very helpful resources that save me so much time because otherwise I would be researching what is the best microphone or all of these things and everything was laid out for me. Again, it was such a nice perk. So that was that. And then I also had to start filling out my podcast information sheet, which includes everything she needs to submit my podcast to the different platforms. So I need the title, I need to decide if it's explicit or not, I have to decide what's the description of it, all of that good stuff. Are you a creative entrepreneur struggling to keep up with your projects and feeling overwhelmed? I feel you. I was there too until I started using HoneyBook, a client relationship management software that I use every single day. I truly wouldn't be able to keep up with work without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool specifically designed for the creative entrepreneur. From templates to scheduling tools to contracts, invoices, and receiving payments, you'll be able to offer an excellent client experience while actually doing less work. In addition to a seven-day free trial period, I have an exclusive offer just for you. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. To put it in perspective, that's a $200 value. Go to share.honeybook.com slash fromkbwithlove to claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash fromkbwithlove. Or you can find the link in the show notes. Week three, I had to finalize the podcast description. I had to finalize the podcast name. And actually, she helped me find that name because at first I wanted to call it soulful connection the soulful connection podcast but i was hesitant i felt like it was maybe confusing or not clear because i do want to tie it with photography and she proposed the name capturing connections which i really liked so i'm super grateful that she came up with that name the other task was to ensure the microphone and headphones uh, were purchased and ready to use i ended up not having to buy any new equipment because I had everything I needed. I had a Blue Yeti microphone that I had since 2014. Uh, I had purchased it so I could sing and record myself singing <laughs> back then. Uh, but it works just fine right now. And my husband actually has a, how do you call this? The popper. Um, it's basically like a little circular screen that is between the microphone and me so that it reduces the the P, like the pop effect when I say words that have P in it. And I just use my Bose headphones to make sure I don't have any microphone bleed going on. So I had everything I needed, which is cool. Uh, another task was to download a recording software so that I could record everything. My intro, outro, trailer, and my solo shows, which is what I'm using right now. I didn't have to download anything because I'm just using GarageBand, but you could download Audition or Audacity, I think it's called. There's a bunch of stuff that are free, so no need to buy for that. And then I had to choose what software I was going to use to do my guest recording. And I opted for Zencaster, 
Honestly, the only other system I tried was through Zoom, but Zencaster was way better. So the difference between Zoom and Zencaster is that on Zoom, while you can uh, record in separate tracks, which is good, but that's like something you have to fix in your settings, uh, what happens is that voices are recorded across the internet versus Zencaster, it records the voices locally on each other's computer and at the end of the call it will upload uh, the two tracks on the platform which means there's a lot less glitches going on and the quality is higher so and it's free so it's working out fine right now i'm pretty happy with the system didn't have any issues so all good i'm happy with my decision the last task of that week was to script my trailer episode, intro, and outro. Week four, I had to design my cover art and upload it to the Google Drive folder. And she specified on there what the dimensions were um, and ideas and more resources. So that was cool. I had to choose the music for the intro and outro. So she gave me also resources to purchase licensed music from. I went ahead and I purchased one song from Music Loops. And that is a song that is a transitional song plus the outro song. It's also the song that is overlaid on my trailer episode. And the other song, the intro song, is actually a song that was composed and produced by my brother. Um, so I didn't have to purchase that one. He was so kind to gift it to me. So uh, that was done. And then I had to pitch my podcast guests to invite them on the podcast. But I had done that earlier because I wanted to, that was going to dictate my six first episodes ideas. And then finally, I had to start recording. So I recorded my trailer episode, intro and outro. Week five, I had to create a media hosting account. And that is basically the platform where you upload all of your episodes and that platform will push it to the other, like all of these like podcasts, apps, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. There's actually like more than 20. It's a lot. Sandra provided me with different resources and options and I opted for Buzzsprout. I can't speak to the other softwares, but it works perfect. I really like the stats. It's so easy to use, very user-friendly, and I have zero issues with it right now. Like, I'm super happy with it. Um, I had to create an Apple ID to send it to Sandra because she needed that in order to push for Apple Podcasts, I think. I'm actually not sure why she needed that. And after that, I had to plan and outline episodes one, two, three, name them, and schedule my interviews. Week six was the recording week. So I recorded episodes one, two, three, and I downloaded a bunch of templates that I found on Creative Market. It was full of templates specifically for podcast promotion. So that helped a lot. That's what I used to promote new episodes on my stories. And that was the week that everything was due uh, for Sandra so that she could take all the material from me and produce and submit the work. 
So week seven and eight for me was more to plan out the future episodes. So week seven, I planned and outlined episodes four, five, six, named them. And I also had to create my podcast website or landing page on my existing website. So yeah, that took me some time. And then week eight, I recorded episodes four, five, six and started promoting on social media. And then it was launching day. So that's it. That's what it took to reach launch day. I'm pretty happy with the pace. It wasn't too much. It was definitely streamlined and compressed. I think the tasks were well divided and I didn't feel overwhelmed at any point. And Sandra was available all the time. It was amazing. Um, and then she sent drafts for the episodes, of course, before the launch day. So it took my time to review and make sure everything was exactly how we wanted it. And yeah, that was it. And then after that, I gave the baton to my brother and he's the one now editing all the episodes weekly. And on a maintenance basis, what I do is every week I at least record one episode to make sure that I'm always on track. I always have at least three extra episodes recorded. That way I'm never, you know, scrambling to find someone. So I record the episodes, I review the drafts with my brother to make sure the content is what I want it to be, and I do the promotion when the episode is released. And that's it. And to maintain this on a weekly basis, it takes me about eight hours per week to work on the podcast, uh, me alone. So that's without editing because that I outsource. Um, so just in case someone wonders. And that's pretty much it. I hope that I brought some knowledge to people who are wondering about what goes on to create a, a podcast. If you have any questions and want to reach out to pick my brain about starting a podcast, I'd be happy to help. You can DM me directly on Instagram at fromkbwithlove. If you want to hire Sandra for producing the launch of your podcast or even for the maintenance of your podcast or both, she's amazing. I highly recommend her and I will drop her information in the show notes. And if you're interested in podcast editing, my brother is great at it and he will take care of you and make sure the mastering is done perfectly. Uh, he's a music producer and he's very focused on the quality. So here it is, guys. I hope that was helpful and see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Capturing Connections podcast. If you're curious and want to see my work in visual form, or if you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at fromkbwithlove. To book me for your intimate wedding, couple session, or individual portraits, inquire through my website, christelboulos.com. You can find the links in the show notes. Please, please, please rate and review my show if you liked what you heard today because it helps others find it. Until next time, stay curious and stay connected.